Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you to the reigning, defending, and undisputed best wrestling show in the world, as hosted by Braden Mayhew and Will Macklin. This is wrestling with ideas. And this is Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 1079. I, of course, am Zach McGibbon. Alongside me is Alec Miski. We are the only two people in the studio right now. We are what some might call the new CKDJ day. We, we are the new <laughs> CKDJ day. Uh, <laughs> a bit yes. of a mouthful. We're gonna, we're work, it's a working title. Yeah, yeah Rain Mayhew is uh, still out. He's still in Alberta. Uh, I think that chair shot we gave him uh, knocked him loopy. And Will Macklin is also not here. Again, another one of those chair shots we gave to him. That was an unprotected one through yeah. a table that we teased that we were going to light on fire, but instead we put a Dudley through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah teasing is not a, not the greatest thing, eh? It, no, uh, no, it's mean there, eh? Yeah, we, I, I, I got in touch with my heel side when we were doing that. It was, oh. uh, it was not very good. Anyways, we're going to get ready soon to talk about Raw. It's going to be... An interesting one. We had the Slammies yesterday in what was, as described by WWE, the most prestigious awards show in television. Not on television, in television. Yeah, in. not on it, in it. Yeah, so it's like you can have better awards on top of your TV, but nothing else is going in it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it, it was just, when I heard that, I laughed so hard. I, I could not control myself. Uh, just how much I laughed, and uh, let's just get right into it. Let's get into the opening promo, and Stephanie McMahon is out in the ring. She's all smiles, which is kind of weird, but she they any and she acknowledged it. She's like, "Why am I all smiles uh, to start off the show? Even when my husband Triple H and my father Vince McMahon were attacked by Roman Reigns, yada yada yada." And she says, "Unlike the fans, the McMahons do not wallow in self pity, and they rise to the occasion." She says it's going to be a night of celebration. Already, Alec Miski has been broken. This show has already broken, Alec Miski. Oh, boy. And uh, Roman Reigns came out, and uh, he looked—he actually looked like a star, in my yeah. opinion. He, he did look like a star. And the fans are liking him now, which is very weird. It's it's very bipolar of us, the mm-hmm. WWE fans. Nothing like, about him has changed. Yeah, not Nothing. really. The story has. He I think the, I think the thing that has changed is that now he's actually beating people up, and it looks awesome when he does it, so that's why people cheer for him. But yeah. they're still having him talk, and uh, I will say his promo was not that bad for this opening promo uh, between himself and Stephanie McMahon, but my God. Just, Every time Stephanie McMahon comes out, She's always beating up on the baby face. Always yeah. putting somebody down. Like, she has to get over. Because she's not the most over person, you know. No, she's, she's absolutely lamented. Yes, she 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 must get over at all costs because she's a McMahon, damn it. Yeah. So it's like, it's. I, I saw that, I'm like, really, we're, we're going through this again. But I will say, Roman Reigns, I, as mentioned before, he looked like a star. And he was ta- he was talking a bit. He was saying how it's a night of celebration and a night of a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And even and he came out. and He said this felt like a setup. So why would you come out in the first place? I don't know. But that's what Roman Reigns did. And she Reigns said that he doesn't sweat her. He doesn't sweat her daddy. In quotes. Yeah. Or and especially her husband Triple H so they're really really teasing Reigns versus Triple H at some point down the line guessing that's going to be the Rumble match if not Rumble Wrestlemania well he's going to have to, if he has the championship right yeah that's the real question I think if, if they were going to go full on with this uh, Reigns Triple H feud I'd say Reigns versus Triple H for the title but if Reigns wins the authority disbands and he will be the ultimate babyface is finally the biggest heel act in the company is gone yeah. I think that's the only way to really get him over. Well, no, this like, is true. Like, perma- like permanently or over. Yeah, because so. like he, he just, people like him, and then the next day people hate him. And it's like, yeah. we're, just in, we're in that like him phase right now. Yeah. And it's just like, once uh, Rollins comes back, yeah. like, you know, we're not going to give two crap yeah. about him. Like, it's just going to be like, oh, give, give the thing yeah, to once, Rollins, let him work it. Once more, the stars that aren't hurt right now, like Rollins, Orton, although Orton may be back in, like, late 2016, yeah. as, as last reported, but... And so even Cesaro, like once those guys come back, 
I, I, I worry for Reigns, and I worry for where he's going to be in the next couple of months. I just kind of worry for the title in general. It's just like they can't give it to Kevin Owens because he's doing a really good run in the IC division. Yeah. And same with Ambrose because Ambrose is like, he's the main eventer that's taken over that. So mm. it's just like, who who are they actually? Sheamus is not a competitor for that title. No. He should be in the IC division. Yeah. I, you, you and me both. I, I, I agree. The League of Nations is a good idea, though. I, I do like the League of Nations idea. And as long as they keep building them strong, I think they'll be fine. But you know, from what it looks like from the show, they're building them strong for an entirely different reason. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting stuff. And uh, interesting note here, Roman Reigns turned her back to Stephanie after Stephanie kept insisting on Roman Reigns to leave the ring. And uh, he turned turned his back to her and then she said you actually get back in here and totally changed her mind which was kind of confusing to me <laughs> like and then she start, and then he started walking up the uh, stairs and then it was announced that New Day would face uh, the Usos in a handicap match and then Rain still didn't care and then she announced that it would be Ambrose versus Sheamus in a steel cage to be the main event for the show Reigns still didn't care, yeah. <laughs> and finally he got up and uh, he just kind of showed the title belt, looked at her uh, like she was nothing, and then Stephanie says there was going to be hell to pay, not to be confused with Donald Trump's to pay, and and also said just left the ring, just left the ring. So basically, to sum up that entire segment, uh, Stephanie McMahon yelled at a peacock. Essentially. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And then the peacock flourished in the hatred that it received. Absolutely. I, I could not have said it any better myself. Oh, and we got a New Day match out of it. And we did get a New Day match out of it. The announcers bring us to Dolph Ziggler on the stage, and he's there to announce the Slammy for the Breakout Star of the Year. The nominees were Kevin Owens, Neville, Charlotte, Tyler Breeze, and Braun Strowman. He somehow was able to sneak into that category. He'd barely been with the company. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> just like, he debuted in like August, didn't he? Yeah, I was just like, I didn't even know he was part of the Wyatts until like I watched the pay-per-view. Like, what came after SummerSlam? Oh, uh, what came after SummerSlam? Uh, Night of Champions. Yeah, until I watched that pay-per-view, I was like, whoa, they got a new Wyatt? What, what happened to Brody? Did he take steroids? <laughs> whoa. Like, whoa. He's got the whole world in he his looks hands like now. A, he looks like a creative star from WWE 2K16. <laughs> man, oh man. But, they don't uh, even let you use steroids in that game. But uh, Ziggler came out and uh, announced this award, and Neville won. So, somebody tell me how Neville was able to win this thing. Because it's like... He had done nothing the entire year. The only yeah. big thing he did the entire year was face, was be a tag team partner with Stephen Amell against <laughs> Stardust. <laughs> like, how is that breakout star of the year material? And the fact that Owens did win. He beat John Cena on his first night and is an Intercontinental title holder. Yeah. He won a title. <laughs> he had one of the best rivalries with Cena in a decade. Yeah, like... Like, we actually cared about a Cena match, let's put it that way. Like, that's wow. hard to do. <laughs> that is very hard to do. And, and even more so, it's like, I just, I think they did this way just to set up the next segment where, like, Owens comes out and calls, like, just basically calls him out and tells him how bad it was. Yeah. And, uh, and then Neville came out and even he was like, I'm surprised I won this one, mate. Yeah. And it was just like, it was just like... The fact that you're even acknowledging this just goes to show how rigged this Slabby thing. I don't care if some WWE writer comes out and is like, yeah, they want to remain, keep the integrity of the voting and all that. There's no way, no way that this is not rigged. Yeah. No way at all. So Neville comes out, he did a little speech, and uh, he started to walk away, and then Owens came out and started yelling at Ziggler and said, deservedly so, that he deserved to be the breakout star of the year. Yeah. And, and he laid out the facts that it's like, you know, he's not Rod. <laughs> Which, again, great heels are the ones that are right, but it's the way they show that they're right is what makes them great heels. But it's like, he's right. You know what I mean? It's like... I really wish they got uh, Barrett to announce this award because it's just like, he could have sold it as like, you think I'm going to say Kevin Owens, but I'm afraid I've got, <laughs> got some, some bad news. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> that would have gotten Barrett over. Oh, yeah. But, like, uh... Just, but, he gets over just doing that dumb gimmick every time. It doesn't I know. fail. But, uh, Owens came out and then he called, 
uh, Ziggler the has-been of the year, which made Ziggler explode and start attacking him. Now, I don't know if you've heard recently, but Vince Russo came out and said and said that uh, Owens was not a badass after this. And, uh, bro, let me tell you, bro, okay, Kevin Owens, bro, let me tell you, he's he performed on the indies, bro, and let me tell you, he doesn't know how to perform on the indies. He, he, he performed in front of 50 people. He's fat. He comes out in some gym shorts and some gym shirt. He looks like he just came out of the weight room, but instead of losing weight, he gained weight. Listen, me and Ed Ferrara, bro, me and Ed Ferrara, back in the Attitude Era, bro, we were writing this stuff. We were making characters like Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. We were creating such memorable characters, and I brought it to WCW. Look at Mike Awesome. The fat chick thriller. Mike Awesome. Look at how much of a star he can... And I put the belt on David Arquette, bro. David Arquette. And look at USA Today. USA Today looked at them and said, Bro, what a great champion. Bro, Vince Russo knows what he's talking about in this day and age. And I keep sending emails out to WWE, bro. And let me tell you, bro, I keep telling them, you know, listen... I, I'm, I'm here for the business, bro, and I want to help you out. You can take all my storylines, bro, and, and I'll help you out, bro. Okay, so uh, Kevin Owens, you're not a star. You're not a star. You look like it came out of a gym. Okay, bro? So long. That's my Vince Russo impression. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good, wasn't it? That was beautiful. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to do that to go show off my Vince Russo impression. By the way, I cannot believe how Vince Russo cannot see that Kevin Owens is not a star. Not that sounded more Australian there, but it was like not <laughs> there, a star. There was a touch of South African in there. A little, a little touch, a little touch. I think but, Booker T is going to be coming for you now. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's coming for me. Um, so then we come back from the break, and uh, or rather, this is I'm still on the uh, page of uh, actually come back from the break. Bray Wyatt is in the ring. And he said he he's trying to find a new challenger. And Kane makes his grand return, flames and everything that they yeah. botched. I don't know if you saw that, but they botched the pyro on that. It's just because they're not doing it as often. Like before, they get the pyro in the ring corners and it come up all nice and beautiful. And he walked in the ring like all the red fireworks and that stuff. And now they just don't know what to do. They don't know if he's going to be corporate. They don't know if he's going to be Kane the Destroyer, whatever they call him now. Yeah, and it's just Kane like, the <laughs> Destroyer. <laughs> A nice, a nice little tip of the hat to the Undertaker's first gimmick. Yeah. Very nice. Um, and uh, I think it was actually Kane the Undertaker was his first name. Yeah, like it's just ridiculous. But no, I like how they're building up. Uh, they're not really, I'm not sure what they're doing with the Wyatts in regard to this match. Yep. Like, because they just had uh, Bray face Kane. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty good for a Bray-Kane match. But like, you know, it just wasn't... Uh, wasn't anything special in the end because, you know, Kane won by disqualification, which yep. really means Kane got beat up. Yep. And then eventually, Tommy Dreamer and the Dudley Boys run down to the ring, save Kane, clear the ring out, and fans chant ECW because, let's be honest, everyone loves Tommy Dreamer and the Dudley Boys. <laughs> no matter how much we criticize Tommy Dreamer for being <laughs> in a main event in 2015, we still love that man. He does a good job. Like he just comes in, does I will what he say, needs to do. I will say, I watched the uh, rise and fall of ECW this week. Yeah, that's a really good. Doc. It is a great documentary, and it was just amazing. Like they went in through the storyline with uh, Tommy Dreamer and Raven, and it was it was so that went on good. for like four years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Well it, well, it wasn't like persistently on for four years, but it was like that on and off sort of story that just made ECW fantastic. Yeah. It was that was so good, and it's just amazing. You look at like Bubba Ray back then, and he's bigger, and he was so big. But now you see him now, he's like, wow, he lost a lot of weight, and kudos on yeah. him. Oh yeah, like I he's mean, in great shape now, and he's a great trainer too. I mean, he's he's developing some good talents. You know, I mean, there's you get your odd talents like Sam Shaw, but you got, <laughs> but you get some interesting talents to come out of there, and uh, like Chris Melendez, he's yeah. a one one legged wrestler, but he's actually not too bad for uh, being on one leg. So. I'd love it if he sold someone grabbing like the amputated part. <laughs> that would have been that would be an interesting uh, sell. Well, it'd be um, like the one they had from uh, what was it, Lucha or Japan, where the guy just grabs like like just uses his penis to overpower him. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, the Joey Ryan yeah. sort of deal. And it's oh, just man. like you know, like it, you can sell something that ridiculous, like people will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I will say, it came from uh, DDT Pro. 
Yeah. And DDT Pro is known to be a little bit on the sillier end. But, uh, oh, yeah, because well, it's more childish wrestling, you know what I yeah. mean? And fun for the whole family. Fun for the whole family, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, the Wyatt family won again. So I think this is finally the end of the CCW feud, in my opinion. If if not, I don't know why they would try to continue it. Uh, I would have preferred if Rhino was the guy instead of Tommy Dreamer, just to change things up a little bit. Yeah. Because we still have... Somebody made a great point. We have not seen him do a gore. No. In WWE? Not, not at all. And it's just like... I, I know it's just like the change on like a spear, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a little different. Yeah. But it's just like, come on, man. That's like... That's his that's thing. What, that's what got him over. Yeah. It's like we saw a 3D through a table at tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, like it was. I, I will say the la- last week's Raw match, uh, the extreme, uh, the extreme rules match last week. Yeah, probably much better. Actually, much better than the TLC match, in my opinion. Yeah, it's weird that they did that on Raw as opposed to like not having it on the pay per view. Because like, yeah, I think it was just. I, I guess they just wanted to try and get some sort of last sort of drawing power out of out of ECW because TNA couldn't do that four years ago. No, and uh, no, what what oh, what was they calling them back then? Like I know they had like Team 3D for the Dudley Boys. Yeah, and then I don't even remember what they called Tommy Dreamer's group, but it was ridiculous. Tommy Dreamer had a group in. Uh, oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, I I forgot about that too. But that 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 was uh, that was a good time in ECW. Uh, so then, so the Wyatt family won in a quick match, and then we go to the stage, and out comes Santino Morella in a tuxedo to present the Slammy Award for LOL Moment of the Year. The most important of all Slammies. Yes, very important. If you if you win the LOL moment of the year, trust me, you're getting that big push to the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, baby. Oh, yeah. And uh, the nominees were Edge and Christian playing the kazoos with the New Day, the Bushwhackers for their Hall of Fame induction speech, which, if you watched it, was actually kind of funny, <laughs> the Miz and Damian Sandow for their, and I quote here, erectile dysfunction commercial... For Niagara. <laughs> for Niagara? <laughs> for Niagara. Our oh. truth for thinking he had a money in the bank spot, which I actually legitimately laughed out loud for. Yeah. And the New Day for getting Stephanie McMahon and Triple H to dance in the middle of the ring. They go to a commercial. They come back from break. And our truth was the winner. It was actually quite funny. Santino accepted it on his behalf because he never won a Slammy Award, which I find very hard to believe because I'm pr- I, I thought he would win... I thought he won an LOL moment of the year one time. I guess yeah. not. Uh, so Santi- Santino gave an accepted speech, and Truth came out, and they did a very silly thing that wasn't funny, and Santino ran off with the slammy with Truth chasing him. Classic 1950s comedy. Those and, three stooges that they have uh, there. One let, of them's dead. Let me tell you, <laughs> those three stooges... They're gonna be they're gonna be tag team champions one day. And they're gonna call themselves the New Day. <laughs> <laughs> so we we it was then announced that uh, Ziggler versus Owens would take place. We then got a Christmas segment with segment rather with Mick Foley dressed as Santa Claus with his daughter Noel and one of his younger sons. It's not Dewey. What's his other name? Dewey, Dewey's actually a, a creative assistant now with. Uh, WWE, which I find kind of interesting. Really? Yeah, he, he's he did a blog where he was like posting up creative storylines, and I guess WWE saw him and was like, "Hey, let's give you a chance, and uh, let's." Hope I, from from what I've seen, I, I don't think he's officially in yet. I think they said like January he starts. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see if we have that fully influence, that hardcore influence, but uh, should oh, be no, interesting. Absolutely, I guess he's the reason that uh, Seth Rollins is finally getting over. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Uh, so then we go to the stage, and Paul Heyman came out to present the Slammy Award for OMG Shocking Moment of the Year. And home and Holman Heyman says that except for LOL Moment and Diva of the Year, every Slammy Award should be given to his client Brock Lesnar. Yeah, which I which I agree. Let's be honest. Even for part time player, he is a. Uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> He's Brock Lesnar. He, he just says that so well. I know. He does it like a... So well. I think he stands in front of the mirror for about an hour each day practicing <laughs> He just it. looks at himself and he just... Does, he does the facial reactions too in the mirror. Uh, probably he's like, Brock Lesnar! Like he, it, 
Paul Heyman is probably their most gifted performer in the sense oh, that he yeah. doesn't do any wrestling and he sells every match he's part of. Yeah. Even the ones that are ridiculously pathetic. Like, he will be ringside and the moment, like, his client gets hit or his client does something really cool, he's just like, whoa! Yeah, exactly. Just, like, he reacts like the camera's on him every he, single he's moment. That, he has that underrated psychology on the side of the ring to really know what's going on. Yeah. And inside the ring, so it's very good stuff on his part. And if you notice, like, he moves around the ring a lot, too. Like, he's yes. always positioned so, like, you don't see him, like, at the center of the frame, but he's just off to the side. Or, like, yeah. he's there. And, like, they, oh, yeah. the announcers like, never call him enough, like, saying, like, no. look at Paul. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, King. <laughs> so, uh, the nominees for OMG Shocking Moment of the Year, it was, oh, I've lost it here. Oh, nominees, Seth Rollins cashing in at WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar attacking the Authority and Michael Cole on Raw, Kalisto Salida Del Sol from the top of the ladder at TLC, the Wyatt family attacking The Undertaker at Hell in a Cell, and Sheamus cashing in at Survivor Series. Another commercial break. Back from the break, and Kalisto is revealed to be the winner. Now, not to take away anything from Kalisto, that was an insane spot. But it was like a week ago. I know. <laughs> and, and, and I don't think, like, Rollins cashing in at WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar and winning yeah. for the first time ever. That was pretty big. Like I that's think... there, There's no doubt in my mind that that's like OMG shocking moment of the year. But then again, we are debating about the slammies. Well, so. yeah, the, this is just a ridiculous show in general. Plus, like at the same time, him cashing in to go up against Lesnar, like that was also when uh, Reigns was still in the match and they worked together on him for the briefest amount of time before Rollins turned on him to win the title. Yeah, But it's just like, oh, that... That was ridiculous. Yeah. So then we go to the ring, and it was funny. A fan snapped a photo during Kalisto's acceptance speech, and it's Kevin Owens' head on the top turnbuckle falling asleep during his speech. <laughs> I love this man. Oh I love this guy. God. He's so good. He's oh. just a great heel. And so then they come back. Owens is already in the ring, and Ziggler comes in, and... Uh, they start off, and they had a pretty solid match, I'd say. There was a lot of back and forth, and uh, really, the end, they did another slow burn match. Yeah. Uh, but, I, again, I think Owens does the slow burn better than Orton, in my opinion. Cause, oh, no. Because Orton, Orton's a guy who will always do the slow burn, yeah. because it's supposed to build up this methodical character, but let me tell you, I'm not a fan. I, I think Randy Orton, honestly, is a little overrated, because I think he's, I mean... He he has this he has so, he has some good moments like he has his moments like when he RKO'd Seth Rollins out of nowhere for the RKO. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it was it was that that stuff was cool, but it's like when he wrestles, it's so slow and so boring. I do like methodical wrestling, but to me, he doesn't have that. It doesn't every fit match him. is that it's every, every match. That's the thing. At least with some of the other wrestlers, they change it up and they're like, oh well, I'm gonna be more fast paced or something like that. No. Orton, every match, slow, build up, then the stuff happens at the end. Yeah, it's like, okay, you'd like I'd rather see a match where it's like, let's say it's a 15-minute match. Like, you know, yeah. like, it's in Jap like in Japan where they have a time. Mm. By, like, the four-minute mark, you've got to have someone pull off some big signature move. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a finisher, you know, but it's like, set up something cool. And then, like, just start trading back signature blows. Like, you know, build up momentum, boom, do something. Like, get them in a hold, get them in something. And then between, like... 12 and 15, that's when you do your finishers. That's when you seal every, seal the deal and have it done and move on. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, but with this, it's like, yeah, Orton's so painfully boring to watch. And yeah. the only way I can make it entertaining is to turn it into like what, like the moments in the ring where, like, Randy Orton walks out to the ring. This is completely fictional, by the way. Yep, yep. And it's like Jimi Hendrix. He's got like a bandana on or something like that where he's cut the skin underneath and put patches of acid. So it's a slow burning match until boom, the acid hits in and then he kicks it in overdrive and he turns into this viper and starts RKOing everything out of nowhere. And it's like, that's a, that's a Randy Orton match to you. It's like, you just got to find the moment that the acid hits him. <laughs> Wow, that's a that's an interesting analogy there. I'm the guy that turned Lethal Weapon into a drinking game. Okay, <laughs> well, that's interesting. All right, I uh, on from that end, uh, we'll fi we'll talk about the finish, which was actually a good finish. Um, lots of great action this one. The only thing that could kind of confuse me is I think uh, Ziggler was going for a jumping DDT. Yeah, but, but, but by the way he looked when he was making the jump, he just kind of looked like he was just doing this big splash. And just Owens kind of caught him and threw him down. I actually kind of laughed at first because like it was like it was, it was kind of like it was pretty comedic because Ziggler like oversells everything, right? Yeah. And so he'll grabs he'll he grabs Ziggler and just threw him down and he just like it's like he it's like a cartoon where he just goes through like bricks and he's like totally down on the ground and 
Owens won with that one, and uh, he looks pretty good, un- un- except for Vince Russo. And uh, and then after the match, we got go to replays, and Owens made his big exit, and Ziggler's recovering. Go to the stage, and out comes Stephanie McMahon to present the nominees for Superstar of the Year. Now, as soon as she came out, I figured it was either going to be Rollins or Reigns that was going to win this one. Yeah. And uh, she apologized for losing her temper earlier and says, and says she res- she's regained her composure. Fans boo her. <laughs> she says it's the most prestigious award of the night, and that's why they put it in the second hour. And, it, and she talks about what it's meant to be a WWE superstar. Oh. And then uh, we got a video talking about how the entire roster was eligible for the award. The entire roster. Imagine mm-hmm. if Heath Slater won that. Oh, yeah. Like, the Slammy Awards would no longer be existing. Well, even Heath Slater's great, and he does have a good fan base, but no. no yeah, no. 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 Um, come back from the break, and Stephanie McMahon announces that Seth Rollins is the Superstar of the Year. His music hits, and he came out on crutches to accept the award. This promo was cr- kind of interesting, because he delivered it like a babyface, in my yeah. opinion. Like, it was very babyface of him, which means, which to me seems like he's teasing, you know, a, baby, a big babyface return. And he says he's going to redesign, rebuild, and reclaim the title he never lost. It was a good promo. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because the fact is, like, he had to take him away because he was injured. It's not like that wasn't part of the story. So they're building it this way is actually quite smart. Yeah. And uh, so Rollins had a good, good promo. He talked about whether it's Roman Reigns or anyone else. Rollins tells him to keep the title warm because he will be back to get what hit what is his. And then John Cena is ne- announced to return next week on Raw from Brooklyn. He's going to face Alberto Del Rio next week. But don't adjust your sets. You can't see him. Yes. <laughs> so we go to Jack Swagger versus Alberto Del Rio. And uh, they're just about to get underway. And then Del Rio is still in control. Swagger countered a super kick from Del Rio and slammed him, which would look like a uh, some sort of big uh, wrestling slam to me. It was kind of like a combination of the Oklahoma power slam and yeah. a big just judo toss sort of deal. And uh, then uh, Del Rio hangs Swagger upside down for the big stomp and then wins. We then go to Mark Henry to present the special Hero in All of Us Award, sponsored by Coca-Cola. That's what how, that's how they said it. And uh, it's the award recognizing superstars and divas for showing outstanding commitment to community initiatives. I'm glad they have an award for this. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like do you really do you really need a community award when all when any sort of, you know, community involvement is good? Yeah, it's just like, aren't you supposed to do community service to not get the award? Like, you're supposed yeah. to do it because it's kind? Like, um, just to completely sidetrack, a friend of mine, his parents used to do all sorts of volunteering community work like that to the point where they almost, like, every year got about five or six little certificates and awards that were in frames. Like, you know, congratulations, is it all this work? You know where they put them up? Their bathroom. <laughs> Their bathroom wall was plastered with about 40 plaques and awards and wow. certificates for community service to the point where they <laughs> ran out of room. Wow. And it's just like, where do you stick them now? <laughs> the garbage can. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, then. Uh, so then, so the nominees for the Hero in All of Us Slammy Award was Natalia, Roman Reigns, Big Show, Titus O'Neil, and John Cena. You go to commercial, and I thought Titus O'Neil was going to win this one. You'd think he would. And, no, nope, they gave it to Cena because, you know, he needs some more things to put on his mantle. And uh, so then Henry says he's not here and he will accept on his behalf. And he, and I will say Henry did deliver a good speech about how, you know, all, all the people on the roster are, you know, heroes for helping out in the community. Oh, yeah. which, I, which I'm glad he mentioned that because I was getting a, a little annoyed, so... It, it was good that Mark Henry mentioned that. And uh, with that, we're just going to take a quick commercial break. When we're back, we're going to continue on with Raw. We're going to talk about the handicap match between the Usos and the New Day. We're also going to talk about Rusev versus Neville and how Neville, how your breakout star of the year did. We're also going to talk about our main event, Dean Ambrose versus Sheamus in a steel cage. Welcome back to Wrestling With Ideas. I am Zach McGibbon. I'm Alec Miski. Alongside me is Alec Miski. Thank you for cutting me off. Hey, you put the hot dog inside the pretzel. 
Okay. And you get this ratings. Is, this is what happens when you uh, do your, continue your Vince Russo impersonation uh, off the air. <laughs> and uh, such a gem, too. Oh, it is. He is. He is certainly a gem. He he's a he's an interesting figure in our lives. And uh, let's continue on with this uh, review going forward, and uh, we'll talk about the handicap match first. New Day are in the ring. They're not happy, even though Big E was still doing the pelvic thrusting. Uh, it's Chalk Lesnar. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, boy. That and name never gets old, by the way. Like He looks exactly like Brock Lesnar. He he, he does. It's scary. It, it is kind of scary. I'm surprised he's, they he's, haven't He feuded. has much more. Yet he speaks much better than Brock Lesnar, which is pretty insane to me. I would be pushing him at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, New Day says they're not happy about losing the Tag Team of the Year Slammy, which uh, was announced during the pre-show. The Usos won the Tag Team of the Year. Yeah. They've been all, they've only been here for, like, what, four months? They've, well, one of them was injured for God knows how long. Yeah. And it's, and no, like, not Cesaro and Tyson Kidd, not, not New Day. Heck, even Lucha Dragons had a better year than the Usos. Especially considering Cesaro and Kid are like one of the greatest combinations that's come out the past year. Like New Day is yeah. amazing; they're probably one of the best things on WWE this like roster right now. But Cesaro is the most entertaining person they have. Oh yeah! Like every match you do, it's like you got to wonder: like, is it a work that what he's doing, or is that just his pure strength? It's 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 just amazing what he's able to pull off in the ring. Yeah, it's scary. Like just I know picking up Kelly and swinging him around a few times doesn't look like much, but that man weighs so <laughs> much. Yeah. I just try to imagine Kali while, while being swung. Swing! 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 <laughs> I just try to imagine as he's being swung. But, uh, so they said they're upset that they didn't win. Biggie says that since fans spoiled the Slammies, they're going to spoil Star Wars. And he just got to the part about Han Solo. But then Kofi Kingston interrupted and said that he hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> Kofi hasn't seen it yet, so he's not going to spoil it. Xavier Woods says they're still the WWE Tag Team Champions, and they do their chant until the Usos music hits. And they get ready for their handicap match. Nothing really special in this match, honestly. I find New Day before the match awesome. During the match, eh. Yeah. Nothing too much. The only thing that's kind of entertaining is when they do the big uh, drop kick while the guy's down on the bottom rope, and he's like, they yeah. have the trombone playing. It's like, yeah. and and then and then they have him kick. Like that's that's good stuff. But then other than that, it's just kind of like, it's kind of there. You know what I mean? Well, it's like Xavier Woods is really not that good of a wrestler, but he's a really good like ringside personality. Yeah. And then Kofi Kingston's just a goofball, and you got Big E, who's really the only good wrestler in the group. But put them all together, and they're somehow very entertaining. Oh yeah. It's like you got Big E who you can count on to actually throw the knockout blows, and then you got Kofi Kingston who's just going to do something. You just he's like that guy that stands still and just doesn't move, but you know he's going to do something, so you stick around and watch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, excuse me, man. This, yeah. this new day has got me burping all over the place. My lord. Plus, like the Usos just bore me. Yeah, the Usos aren't really the most. I think with gimmick matches like. Tables matches, ladders matches, you know, false count anywhere matches. Yeah. I think they're an entertaining tag team. Yeah. But I think in normal matches, they just kind of do the same old shtick. Yep. That they just, you know, they kind of just wear off on you after a while. So You're just like, like, oh, here comes the Usos. Like, think yeah. the winner lose. Like, who knows? Who, who cares? knows? <laughs> who cares? Ex- exactly. So uh, the Usos won. They got the upset. Yeah, and uh, that it was with the roll up too, which is uh, a little I hate bit roll ups. Yeah, I hate, like uh, they're so fruity. Yeah, I th- I think in in terms of their sort of style, like in other wrestling promotions, rarely do you see the roll up yeah. uh, as the finish, except when it's like the Guido the the Guido clutch or something like that. Or but, or a divas match. Or a divas match. Like not to, not to dis, like you know to say disparagingly towards the divas, but yeah. it's like they predominantly have a roll up finish yep. just because it looks good. Yeah. And then, I mean, but it, like in one of the like in a tag team match, there's no excuse for a roll up. Like if you're gonna have a cheap win like that, have it be a cheap win. Yeah, exactly. Like just hit him with a chair. <laughs> just hit him with a chair. Make him look strong. Yeah. <laughs> um. We then go to the stage, and our truth came out to present the Diva of the Year Slammy Award. There's no doubt in my mind that Nikki Bella was gonna win this one. In my opinion. Oh, I know, right? Uh, but the nominees were Nikki Bella, Naomi, Charlotte. Page and Sasha Banks. 
We go back to commercial, and then back from the break, Paige is announced Diva of the Year. Yeah. she ju- She's just about to go give her speech, but then Truth cuts her off, and they decided to do <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> and let me tell you, I saw this thing a mile away, and uh, Truth says that she's actually not the winner, and he got it wrong. Nikki Bella is the actual winner, and she came out to address dress yeah. that was very, very see-through. I, I swear, I think I think she goes to bed in that rather than actually wears that to parties or anything. I think like it was a single piece of cellophane wrapped around her. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if that's what she picked out of her outfit. I also use a very fancy word for wrestling fans, cellophane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a type of material. Um, Vince Russo says cellophane <laughs> gets you ratings. <laughs> cellophane equals ratings, bro. Let me tell you, I'm going to put the title on him and let me tell you the ratings will skyrocket bro um <laughs> so then afterwards um they totally broke kayfabe and Paige and nikki bella hugged yeah it's like <laughs> like i get that they're doing a play on a pageant where they hug the loser you know yes. what i mean like i get that but it's just like they could have done this in a moment where like the one pushes the other away yeah but i i, I it would have been even better honestly if it was like a hesitant hug Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It would just be like, they'd be like, oh man, I have to, you know what I mean? That would have been more interesting, but it's like, they were like, oh, good job. Even though I was totally embarrassed on live TV and thought I was the diva of the year. You know what I mean? It's like stupid. It's stupid to me. Even better is if like they were to play off it and do like a Tanya Harding later in the match where like she breaks Becky or like whatever's leg. Yeah. It's just nah, not, not going to nah. happen. So uh, afterwards, we go to the ring, and apparently uh, the League of Nations were standing in the ring, and Neville was standing on the ropes. And again, another fan noted that Neville had been standing on the ropes throughout the, that entire ordeal with Steve Harvey, <laughs> and, or rather R-Truth and, uh, and uh, Paige and Nikki Bella. It's the whole Steve Harvey deal. <laughs> and uh, so then they have their match, Rusev versus Neville, and uh, Miz is on commentary, and he's talking about how he can make Neville more than breakout star of the year. Back and forth match. Rusev ended up getting the win with the accolade. Your breakout star of the year, everybody. Yeah, it's like I think they're really trying to put the League of Nations over as like the like like the four horsemen were in the past, where it's like you're gonna put them in a match, they're gonna win. Uh, I can't you know? believe you made a four horsemen comparison to the League of okay, Nations. Okay, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> what, what, what's that terrible like remake of the four horsemen from TNA? Fortune. Fortune. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to put That's them over like better. Fortune. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so after the match, Rusev posed with the rest of the League of Nations in the rain. King Barrett and Del Rio held Neville while Sheamus hit him with a bro kick. They pose again as Neville tried to recover. We then go back to the stage as Miz comes back, comes out of the commentary table to present the Sammy Award for the This Is Awesome moment of the year. And he's not, not even nominated for his own award. And he acknowledges that. <laughs> um, Brock Lesnar destroy, destroying J&J Security's Cadillac was one of the nominees. Randy Orton's RKO to Seth Rollins at WrestleMania was another one of them. A really good moment, too. <laughs> the Divas Revolution to kick off on Raw. <laughs> I, 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 I laughed so hard. I'm like, are you sure this isn't the LOL moment of the year? Because yeah. that was just, that was done so poorly. And so poorly. Just- I like. I don't think WWE really knows what like how to fill out a card when they're handing out awards. It's like they're trying to do like you know the best actor for the Oscars, and you're like you know Tom Hanks, and mm-hmm. you got Anthony Hopkins, and then they just throw in Rob Schneider. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Um, not the Ascension though. Um, <laughs> the Shield putting Orton through a table. That was another one of the nominations. And finally, The Rock's WrestleMania appearance with Ronda Rousey. And then they go to commercial, then back from the break. The Slammy went to The Rock and Ronda Rousey. Of course, The Miz accepted the award and took the opportunity to plug Santa's little helper. Oh, I love I lo- I- Miz. <laughs> and he was mocking The Rock as well, finishing off with, If you smell what The Miz is cooking. The fun part was the Spanish announce table were plugging Santos El Helper. <laughs> Make- oh. Making my Daily Simpsons reference. Boom! There you go. <laughs> Uh, we then had Brie Bella versus Becky Lynch go to the ring, and Charlotte is at ringside. Uh, for, this was a rematch from SmackDown. Alicia Fox was not there with uh, Brie Bella. 
as apparently she's returning from the troops tour in Afghanistan, so that's why they didn't have her on. Yeah, they're doing that later in the week, like the tribute yeah. to the troops, isn't they, it? They, they've already recorded it, I think. It's yeah. just, I think they're continuing. I think some of the stars are staying behind. Um, Becky got the disarm her on Brie Bella and won after what was actually not too bad of a match. Um, and then uh, after the match, Charlotte came into the ring to celebrate with Becky. She tries to raise her hand, but uh, Becky sells the arm being hurt from the match. Announcers didn't care at all. Yep. And uh, which just goes to show how this Divas revolution has been. Which is sad because they actually work hard. Yeah, they do. Like, Especially like the, the, the women from NXT. Yeah, no, they they put on a really good show and it just... Yeah. Those announcers are terrible at making light of it. Like all they had to do was just like you know say something about her uh, being notice hurt. How, notice how Charlotte's not, uh, or rather Becky's not accepting the hand raise from Charlotte. Ooh, tension between. It's so sad. Yeah. I mean, I Jr. would be like, "Oh my God, she didn't raise her arm. Oh my Lord, good God Almighty, and all that stuff." He, Michael Cole's <laughs> like, "And we're gonna go back to the Slammy Awards." It's and, like Michael Cole's trying to channel his inner Gorilla Monsoon, yeah. while not caring about anything. The immovable force versus the, or rather, the impenetrable force versus the immovable object. I mean, could you just imagine if Werner Horzog, like, or however you pronounce his last name, Herzog? Did a uh, document, like just did the commentary for it, <laughs> and there we see Becky Lynch raise her hand, <laughs> but she cannot because already I'm more entertained than the entire three hours of Raw. Yeah, no, just, and- like, just, someone needs to go and just re-edit Raw with that commentary over it. Just yeah. like take whatever King says and just put it through the Werner Herzog tube. That'd be very nice. Um, so then we go to the stage, and Ric Flair is out to present the Slammy Award for Match of the Year. Glad to see he's not coming out with his daughter. <laughs> um, the nominees are John Cena versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble. Fantastic match. It was a great three-way match. Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania. <laughs> Cena versus Kevin Owens at Elimination Chamber. Also a solid match. Roman Reigns versus Dolph Ziggler versus Alberto Del Rio versus Kevin Owens for the number one contendership on Raw. I don't know how this got into match of the year. I don't know how this got over Sasha Banks versus Bailey at NXT TakeOver yeah. in Brooklyn. Or so. just like how that just like how that got put in over uh, Lesnar versus uh, Rollins in the well, was it, no Lesnar versus Reigns at WrestleMania where Rollins cashed in. Yeah. Uh, and then the final one was Lesnar versus The Undertaker at Hell in a Cell, which was actually a fantastic match, in my yeah. opinion. Um, they really put on the show that, that match. That was great. I think it's just the story behind it, and I love the finish. Not yeah. a lot of people were talking about the, but I loved the finish. Well, so like, good. That was uh, The Undertaker's redemption, and it was just terrible, because The Taker should have won at WrestleMania and lost at Hell in a Cell. Do it right. Yep. I mean, I, 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 I can't agree with you more. So uh, after the break, Ric Flair announces the winner was Taker and Lesnar from Hell in a Cell, which I was not disappointed about because I thought, you know, storyline-wise and the match itself, I think it was the best overall sort of, you know, match. Because the story going into it was quite good, and the match itself just made it even better. No, absolutely. So so, so I think, think, honestly, it, it rightfully deserves to be match of the year. No, totally. Absolutely. And even then, like, Heyman, like, accepting it, just Heyman puts on a show. Yeah. Every time. And uh, so then Heyman, as you mentioned, came out to accept it, but on a good speech. Heyman says Lesnar has no desire to accept awards, just totally burying these Slammy Awards. He does not want to come to Raw for a fight. Yeah. He, or rather, he does want to come to fu- Raw for a fight. Fans want Lesnar, but no one in the locker room is man enough to want Lesnar. And Heyman goes on, and it's time for your main event, which was the steel cage match between Sheamus and Dean Ambrose. The fans chanted, Sheamus is boring at one point during this match. (laughs) That was really one of the only highlights, because it wasn't the best steel cage match. Uh. And uh, the finish, that finish was awful. I I think them both being, they were literally on the side, and they were still punching each other. Sheamus looked so stupid out of that. Because he punched him off the cage. What are you doing, Sheamus? Just jump. (laughs) Like, what, what are you doing? I mean, it's like... Ah, oh, the, the 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 psychology in that match was terrible. So, uh, but Reigns came out and just wrecked house, and uh, Dean Ambrose won, and uh, that's all I'm gonna say because this match honestly was nothing very special for a main event steel cage match. They phoned it in. They really phoned it in. And it's like you think, oh, Ambrose in a steel cage, this could be good. Yeah. Nothing. I will say another another positive out of this one was uh, Ambrose just flopping around. 
like crazy after getting hit into the steel cage. But other than that, nothing really much to say. Every time I imagine Dean Ambrose flopping around, like, you know that gif on the internet going around where he's got, like, the computer monitor and he runs with it and it gets stuck yeah. and he looks back and he just explodes in his face? Yeah. Like, that was totally intended to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after the match, Reigns and Ambrose stand t- tall together. And it's nice to see the baby faces come out on top every once in a while. And then we go backstage. Stephanie was watching. Tom Phillips comes for her reaction. And uh, she just unloads a bunch of slaps all over Tom Phillips. Mm. And Phillips is just lying in pain and, hum- and humiliation. Yeah. And uh, I just, I, I totally saw no point in that. We already know how upset Stephanie McMahon was. He didn't have to emphasize it by beating up a WWE employee. <laughs> and uh, then we go back to the arena as Reigns and Ambrose were taunting and Sheamus from the ramp and Raw went off the air. The best part of that show, it went off the air. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you rate uh, Raw from yesterday if, out of five stars? Uh, I'd give it a two. It There was nothing really redeemable about it. It was basically like the same thing that happened at the pay-per-view yeah. where it's like, we're just going to push these guys and nothing's going to change. It's like the League of Nations is still just beating people up. So they're building them up, which is the only plus I can see from this. And the fact that John Cena is coming back next week, uh, which is something no one should really look forward to. But he's like other the, than the other than the open challenge stuff, yeah. which was fantastic. Like he's like the American, uh, like the hero more or less in WWE. So having him come back, the U.S. title being held by Del Rio within the League of Nations. Is he going to build like a stable to help him take him on? Like is he going to get Jack Swagger and Ryback in? Yeah, Ryback wasn't on this show, eh? My no. boy Ryback didn't make it. Oh, I man. think he was at a buffet and they just had to feed him more. Yeah, they just had to feed him more. He he, <laughs> he had to be fed. Well, uh, we're going to take another quick commercial break. While we're back, we're going to go back to our question master, Simon Zimmerman. He's got another question for us today. And uh, we'll talk a little bit of news and rumors, maybe talk about Final Battle, maybe ROH, just a little bit, then we'll head off the air. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9. Oh, it was new music. Welcome back to Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9. Ottawa's new music. I am Zach McGibbon alongside Alec Miski. And, uh, of course, Gangrel brings us in for our question. And it's Simon Zim- Zimmerman again. With our, He is our question master. What was the worst moment of yesterday's edition of Raw? Was it A, Bo Dallas coming out as Santa? <laughs> B, R-Truth... R-Truth's reenactment of Steve Harvey during the presentation of the Divas of the Year Award, or C, Nikki Bella and Paige breaking kayfabe, acting like best friends, or D, other. What was the worst moment of Raw yesterday? I think it was What's-His-Face chasing after the guy that stole his slammy. I'd like, to me, that's just, that like just, just sums that up. That just goes to show how memorable that yeah. segment was. I just remember some guy grabbed the thing and ran off with it, and the other guy chased it, and I'm like, I don't even remember what was that for. Was that Neville? That was LOL moment of the year. Oh, God. That was when Santino ran off with the Slammy Award. Gosh, see, that's how funny it was. Yeah. It was like, it just does not stand out in my mind. Like, all I can remember, well, that happened. I yeah, mean. it was, uh, it was uh, not the, uh, not the greatest, yeah. let's just say. It's just, ooh. So uh, let's talk a little bit uh, of uh, ROH Final Battle. I, now, I don't know if you saw it. Or, no, or, no, but I heard that AJ Styles was wrestling in it, which is good news. Yes. Uh, yes, Styles is, did wrestle in that one, and he actually had a fantastic match with Jay Lethal. Able to battle through an injury like that? Yeah. Man, oh, man. Now, was this for the title? Yes, it was. So I'm guessing Lethal won the match. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, because it's like kind of obvious when he's billed to uh, fight Elgin on uh, yeah. the New Japan card for the title. Yeah, that's going to be a big card. Wrestle Kingdom 10. I'm so excited so, for that. So excited. I can't wait for Tanahashi and Okada rematch. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Be great. And then the Nakamura Styles match. Oh, can't wait. This, this is good. That I is forget awesome who Omega's card. wrestling, but it's going to be good. Yeah, Omega, Omega's going to have a good match. I wonder if it's, uh, I think maybe uh, NATO. I Tetsuya think it's NATO. NATO. Uh, I guess we'll uh, search that up. I think it's Tetsuya NATO, but I, uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, I'm I'm also excited for anything uh, Kota Ibushi is in because he's also a fantastic wrestler. Yeah, and uh, of course Bullet Club can't go oh, yeah. wrong with the Bullet Club. Doc Gallows and Carl Machine Gun Anderson, you know, and uh, Omega's fighting uh, Kushida. 
Oh, he's fighting Kushida. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be interesting. It's interesting he's he's not uh, tagging with uh, Alex Shelley. This is true, yeah. Yeah, the time splitters. They're not uh they're not te- teaming with each other. What I love oh, is it's a four-way uh match for the tag team championships. You got Redragon, Matt Seidel, and Ricochet versus well, you got them versus them versus the Rapongi Vice versus Young Bucks. So it's all over the place. There. Oh boy. Yeah. There's a match. I'm that actually sounds that, like an awesome that's match. That's just the junior heavyweight tag team championship. You also have the bullet club like Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows versus GBH. Oh, that's gonna be good. Oh, it's so good. Oh man. Can't can't wait. Uh Ishii versus Shibata. That's gonna be good. And uh, who, who's uh, Tomohiro Ishii uh, fighting? Um, he, he's he's fighting uh, Katsuyori Shibata for the never weight or never open weight. Their, yeah, their titles are so strange. T- yeah, their 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 titles are are, are kind of weird. It's like it's not a, it's not an, a new Japan Pro Wrestling title. It's the International Wrestling Grand Prix title that you win. So. Yeah, the only thing that isn't like some sort of gimmick is the Hiroki Goto versus Tatsuyata Naito match. Which, That's the Naito match. Yeah, okay. which which is going to come up after the New Japan Rumble, which is supposed to have uh, Hiroshi Tenzin, Jado, Jushin Thunder, Liger, uh, Manubu Nakashinishi, Ryusuke Taguchi, Satoshi Kojima, Tiger Mask, and Yuji Nagata. That's, and I'm surprised I pronounced most of those that's, pretty well. That's, that's <laughs> huge. I, I'm surprised Liger's still going at it. I mean, we saw him at uh, NXT Brooklyn against Tyler Breeze. Yeah. But it's amazing how he's still going at it. I think he had brain cancer at one point. I'm not even sure. I know, like, he had some serious medical condition, though. Yeah, it's like, just how he's doing now, and it's just... It's just fantastic, and uh, well, it looks like we're going to wrap things up here for Wrestling With Ideas, and uh, it's the holiday season, and uh, we were trying to find some wrestling Christmas songs, but uh, unfortunately, we were trying to find the Ric Flair one, but we couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah I, and, I think uh, uh, McMahon covered it up because it was best for business. Yeah, he wanted to replace it with that 2012 WWE song, mm. and uh, boy, let's just not talk about that one. Ring and, the bell. Uh, so uh, I can't think... Of a better song than the Hardy Boys theme <laughs> that we've been doing throughout the entire thing of oh well rather that's the APA. I forgot I have the uh, automatic thing. So let's let's end off on the APA. Let's just end off. Let's chase these up. So, Press the uh, button, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays, and I hope you all have a happy New Year as well. And uh, just keep on enjoying the matches. 